Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Raphael. <laughs> okay, you have to take the Michelangelo take that we did and like put both or put it at the end. <laughs> It's going to be end. all the turtles. Were you guys expecting me to no, say Michelangelo? I was It's got to be different every time. Side note, we had to redo this take, and she was Michelangelo before. So I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a Ninja Turtle um, blanket. That's why I said it. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Ashley Perkins. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for wearing your perky self. Aww, Do you like nice Perkins play. restaurants? I've never gone. I've never been. Aren't they like Do you own Perkins restaurants? Remember uh, those? Pound I've heard them. It is not very good. So. <laughs> All right. Today we will be discussing Chapter 5 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Dementor. Dementor, Dementor. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. The pool of details. The pool of details. You sounded like Trelawney. <laughs> Mm, the pool. The pool of details. Before uh, we do that, we need burp breaks, and <laughs> Megan needs to tell us about all our social media needs. Swish and Flick Podcast can be found on Facebook <laughs> at Swish and Flick Podcast and Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And also make sure that you head on over to our YouTube and subscribe because our podcast posts there as well as vlogs. Make sure that you head on over to Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files, which is our bi-monthly bonus episodes. There's also an opportunity for a chance for you to be a guest on the Felix Files, a live video chat session with us monthly on Zoom, monthly giveaways, and more. So if that sounds fun, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. And shout out and huge thank you to all of our current patrons. Um, 
this podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. So nope. thank you. Lastly, make sure that you check out our brand new, kind of brand new, I still mm-hmm. think it's brand new, fancy schmancy website, www.swishflickcast.com. You can check out all info on Swish and Flick, the hosts, how to subscribe, get some swag. Swish swag. Swish swag. Swish swag. Um, and what else is on there? Yeah. FAQs, yeah. our blog, all kinds of stuff. Episodes. Episodes. Some stuff. Yep. Um, so, Weekly Profit yeah. is. Yeah. The Weekly Profit. Um, so, this episode is coming out at the end of June, so there's still time, which is why I chose this. We're recording We're recording a lot of episodes right now because Tiff's about to pop. So Truth. This is early <laughs> June, but... But you're going to hear this... You're going to hear June. this later. Not that you care or need to know that, but I said it. So, um, <laughs> <All right. laughs> there is a contest that JK Rowling put out for her Lumos Foundation. Now, mm-hmm. she did this with the first Fantastic Beast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is out again. You can donate $10 or to more. the Lumos Foundation minimum and get entered into um, a contest to go to the premiere of Fantastic Beasts. Does he oh. say? Does he say you get to meet the cast? And did he say that? And Redmay you get on to the Insta of Grams. Yes, and you do All get right. to meet the cast. Yes. All right. Yes. Who would you bring with you as your guest? Maddie. Katie. Maddie. Maddie! <laughs> 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 no, they are just saying your name. <laughs> I wouldn't bring any of you. Would you bring? Florence? Would you bring Fozzie Bear? Fozzie doesn't have a passport. <laughs> Unless they're going to New Wait, York. You could go, yeah, you, yeah, I think York. that you go to either New York or London or Paris. I right. think it probably oh, depends Paris. on where you live. And take no, I think, it, I think it so doesn't. I think you can win the you one. To pick. I, don't, I don't know if you get to pick, but I would think that like there's one winner for Paris, one winner for London. Like You could potentially go to Paris even if oh. you were. That's where I would like to. I mean, I guess hold I've never on, been to London. Hold I've been to Paris. on, hold on. Are these so all the locations chances? that they're filming... Yeah. yeah. So far. Oh, I like so we that. Need, isn't there one going to be in Spain? Allegedly, that is like the Isn't rumor. that what we talked That's about? That's the rumor. Yeah. We, I don't think we talked about that. I think we talked about it on a... Like um, one of the very first Commander stories? Yes. Because um, she had the tweet. tweet. She had the tweet, yeah. yeah. So there's, I mean, you can obviously donate more than $10, but $10 is the minimum to get one entry into the pool to get chosen (laughs) yes three cities three premieres three winners three people will be chosen to go to either new york paris or london you get to stay as it says in a swanky hotel for four nights four get two tickets to the red carpet premiere and get a meet and greet with the cast jeez that's a Um, lot of people oh you get to choose the city you want to go to for a chance when you donate you choose what pool you want to go into oh okay Gotcha. Okay, what? Where would you like to go? Paris, London, Katie. <laughs> I almost want to pick New York because I feel like everyone else is going to pick London and Paris, so that maybe I'll have a better chance. <laughs> that's be less good. <laughs> that's good thinking. I there, babe. Yeah, I would say London just because I've been to Paris and New York. So, oh my, uh, world traveler. I've already been to those places, but I mean, I would. I've been to New York more than once. I've only been to Paris once. Paris. But I'd go Paris. anywhere, to be honest with you. 
So I'd get donate a crepe when I was in Paris. A crepe. That's what I would eat. A crepe. A pipe and a crepe. As I said, donating $10 <laughs> gets you one entry for a prize draw. And it's really cool because they give you a breakdown of what your donation does with Lumos. So like what they would use your money for. So $10, a $10 donation, you could help train the parents of a disabled child who is being reunited with their family. $50 gets Whoa. you a limited edition gold foil Fantastic Beast print and five entries into the prize draw. This also enables Lumos to trace the family of a separated child. That's awesome. Yes. $75 gets you a Lumos edition Fantastic Beast t-shirt and seven entries How much into money? the prize draw. How much money? 75. 75. Okay. Your I thought you said 500 at first, and no. I was like, oh my god. 75. Um, your donation could provide education supplies for children newly reunited with their families. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donate $120. You get the limited edition gold foil print and a t-shirt and 12 entries into the prize draw. This sounds like Patreon. <laughs> I know. Your gift could help develop local services to assist young people leaving institutions to live independently. Awesome. And this one is already sold out, but it was $2,500, I remember. $2,500 gets you a signed copy of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them screenplay book by J.K. Rowling, presented in an exclusive limited edition suitcase specially created for Lumos, and 250 entries for prize draw. Your generosity could train 10 people to become foster carers and parents. That's crazy that it's already sold out. Like, that's awesome. I love that yeah. it's sold out. But yeah. like, yeah. I think I kind of want to go for the 50 and get the print. The print? Because... I don't know where the heck I would hang it. My house says there's no space to hang things, but I want the T-shirt, but I don't. But, but, That's seventy-five. But, yeah, yeah I not know. that I don't want to help out. <clears throat> I know. But I also but, need food. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We do um, need food, but yeah. And anybody who doesn't know what the Lumos Foundation does, it says here about the Lumos. Imagine being separated from your parents simply because they were too poor to look after you. Imagine being vulnerable and alone and exposed to unimaginable unimaginable living conditions and abuse on a daily basis. Imagine not having a choice or a voice. Mm. An estimated 8 million children around the world live in harmful orphanages. Many suffer abuse and hardship as a daily reality. Shockingly, 80% are not even orphans. They have at least one living parent. These vulnerable children need families, not orphanages. Lumos has the proven solution to transform the future for children in orphanages. So, Joe, you have until July 6th to enter. Um, so, if you're just now hearing this, you have you'll a very have, short amount. You'll have about like two weeks, we 10 days mm-hmm. from when this episode is posted. Um, to join, but I'm going to share this on our page oh, yeah. before that anyway. But, but in if, case it gets swallowed and all the other fun on our Yeah, pages. don't forget to go because it goes to a great cause. It's a tax write off, which do, is nice bonus. We could do a new pinned post, though. Yeah, yeah, of our course. Poem thing. Yeah. yeah, so I'll pin it. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to get the print. Ooh. So, are you each going to do something separately? Or are you going to go in on one? I don't know. Don't Hopefully know separately. We'll see what but we'll see how that goes. We'll see what the bank allows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. That's that's it. All right. I have weekly profit things. Do you? I do. So can I preface this by saying all the things she's gonna say are lies? <laughs> <laughs> she's the Rita Skeeter of the of our of our podcast. <laughs> I'll be a bug. You are a bug. I know. A bug a bug. All oh right. So, gee, many Christmas, I think your husband just Martin, died. Oh, man. 
All right. So I put out a poll on Twitter because of our conversation about corn dogs, right? Oh so, my God, yes. This is so important. Though. So I said, <laughs> listen, it's, it is important to me. I said, swish and Do flick Do you like pull. garbage or not? <laughs> Do you like corn dogs? 72% of the 78 votes said, heck yeah. You know, it's funny. It almost sounded like you're going to read a poem. Do you like corn dogs? <laughs> Neil Manley. Corn dogs, corn dogs. Are they fun? Corn dogs, corn dogs. Get me some. <laughs> corn dogs, corn dogs everywhere. Corn dogs, corn dogs. I don't share. <laughs> oh, All right. And 20% of people said no. Gross. Twenty percent. I said twenty-eight. Twenty-eight percent. Okay, seventy-two percent is okay with putting a stick of trash in their mouth. I don't understand. <laughs> I'll do it all day, Katie. Stick of trash. Oh. <laughs> so I said that I would read some of the comments. So somebody wrote and said they are called American dogs in Japan. That's huh. Weird. Yeah. And she. I said. I uh, feel like an American dog anywhere outside of America should just be ketchup mustard. Really? Hot dog, or like maybe. a chili dog, you know. Mm. I don't think mm. I like a chili dog. <gasps> oh, I do. I will tell. I will say. I feel like you don't like corn dogs, but you're like down Ugh. for a chili dog. Corn dogs suck. Chili dogs are awesome. I will say. I know in that episode, I did say like I would when I was a kid, I'd eat the um, I take the corn like bread off yeah, the yeah, dog yeah, yeah. and eat the dog. Mm-hmm. No, nope. Katie was like, no, it's still like it doesn't taste good. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it makes I me was, want to gag. I was like in a family where like if we weren't eating dinner, you weren't eating. So like. Right. I would have to like when my, I'm not a big taco Make fan, the especially best of homemade it. tacos. So I was like, <gasps> so good. "Oh mm. no, I don't like the ground meat and the taco seasoning." Oh, Ugh. oh, I love it all. So I would break a taco shell in half and had cheese melted on it. So like everyone else, you'd have a hard quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so everyone's eating like these great tacos, and I'm sitting there eating like a Chips taco shell. <laughs> Just cheese. I guess I should I should say, try and say this person's Twitter handle. One Okusagi <laughs> said they're called American dogs, and I said, "Oh, really?" And she said, yeah, I was surprised by them when I first saw them. I'm so happy I can still get one if I want, though. Something tells me I'll be getting one soon. Somebody else said, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> and they so I responded, saying, I said, so no. <laughs> Morningstar makes vegetarian corn dogs. I wonder if I'd like yeah. those. Probably not. Oh, Victoria Rose 111 said, I felt like Julie Andrews in Princess Diaries for the first time I tried one. Skeptical, but very pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I love them. Um, Lindsay Wilcox 61 said, corn dogs are the most beautiful creation Ugh. if we're honest. Ugh. And I said, can I get an amen? Paul well, Dewey said, hot dog on a stick in San Diego County Fair must is a must eat. No, I'll have a I'll have cheese on a stick. Cheese on a stick is bomb. Megan or Meg Bub, Meg <laughs> Bub said, go to the Illinois State Fair every year, but not my thing she's not a fan thank you vera f- oh goodness i'm just gonna say vera because i can't figure out your handle but it's because i'm from a country where they're not a thing so she must have voted no i'd like to be in that country where they're not a thing <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i also will say i don't like cornbread i had See, cornbread I once in my life that i liked and i just well listen to this person so Lindsay and cree Lindsay and it's just Lynn's. For the little name. I voted yes, but honestly, I'd rather just have cornbread by itself because it's delish. I put sriracha on my cornbread because I'm nuts. 10 out of 10 recommend, though. Huh. Are you saying that because you think I'd like to eat it with you, sriracha? You enjoy some sriracha sometimes, don't Meg you? Meg says yeah. sriracha. <laughs> That's how she says it. 
But I'm also like weird with my hot dogs. Like I could just eat a hot dog. I used to eat cold hot dogs all the time. As a you look I'm like the Fourth of July. But... Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> and last but not least, Carly John K E says corn dogs, Jackie. Corn dogs for all these people. So corn dogs, y'all. Ugh. That's my piece. Oh, it's so gross. All right, we're gonna flip right into the recap. The rub 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 rub. Somebody tried to get me to do it yesterday, and I said, nah. You can't do that many R's because I can't fit that many on a snapback hat. Well, it was hard enough fitting four. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right, recap. So last time, Harry got to enjoy some newfound freedom and wander around Diagon Alley for the remainder of his summer holiday. And he kept his eyes peeled for Ron and Herm. (laughs) Much to Ron's dismay, Herm bought herself a cat named Crookshanks, who seems to have it out for scabbers. Who cares? Harry overhears. <laughs> <laughs> Scabbers for life. That was so savage. Who cares? Harry overhears the conversation between Mr. and Mrs. Weasley that reveals Sirius Black is seriously after him to finish Voldemort's work and seriously kill him. Seriously? Whoa. Seriously. Oh, hold, hold on. Are, are you serious? I'm seriously serious. I've had enough of this today already. <laughs> Let are us you seriously begin. over it. <laughs> I am. Let us. Are you dog tired of it? <laughs> Bitch. She thinks Out we're barking. <laughs> she thinks we're barking mad. You are barking mad. All right. So ministry cars have arrived to pick them up and take them to King's Cross Station. After um, the goodbyes and warnings, Harry and Co. find a compartment with their newest professor. Woo! 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 Get out. <laughs> and said, said dude is uh, fast asleep. So there's a dark incident on the train that is helped with chocolate. Eat. You'll feel better. Yum. Love that. Cool. They're finally about back the at chocolate Hogwarts. and about the professor. Okay. <laughs> yes. They are finally back at Hogwarts, and after words with Mick G, they get to enjoy the feast and head to bed. Okay. I have a question, Tiffany. I have an answer, Megan. Do you abbreviate Crookshanks at all? Shanks. It's Shanks. <laughs> Crooks. I don't think I have. She says the cat. I haven't gotten to like having to write yeah. the, Herm's, Herm's the Kit name Kat. so much. Herm's cat. <laughs> oh, God. I hate it when we Let us that. roll. All right. So a toothless Tom wakes up Harry with some tea. And I want to know about Tom because the movie Tom is vastly different from one to three. Yeah. Is it the same dude or a different dude? Definitely not. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. Why did they make like a get the toothless? Fine. But why did they make him so hunchback? Crazy. I mean, why is he Quasimodo? I don't understand. Do you think he eats corn dogs or is that too much? (laughs) Definitely. No tea. He dips it in his pea soup. (laughs) Pea soup. Eats it before it eats you. Oh my God. (laughs) He has to eat soft foods. Probably. I mean, if he's toothless. (laughs) Why wouldn't he magic himself some tea? Can you do that though? Sure you can. If like George Washington can make fake teeth, magic should be able to make fake teeth. Or just get yourself some George Washington. and magic them on in. Sticko in my mouth. 
New Tithio. <laughs> Get some chompers. So there's like literally nothing about him. Except if you go to the Wikia, I think they like try and piece some things together. Ooh. But take it with a grain of salt. So he's the landlord or innkeeper or barman or all three of the Leaky Cauldron. Friendly with many witches and wizards that pass through the pub to get to Diagon Alley. Shocking, right? I know. Um, It appears that he has run the Leaky Cauldron for a long time. He was very excited to meet Harry Potter for the first time. Who isn't? I would agree. Me? Didn't um, care for the kid. It seems as if Fudge and him see each other quite often. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Fudge is like a patron? Like, you know, that's where he goes. Like to he goes in like, like, like all is. the time. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a secret binge drinker and he binge drinks with Tom. Well, I feel well, like he goes to the well, leaky cauldron or the, the, uh, three the three broomsticks, I yeah. mean, and Hogsmeade. Well, because he, he knows only, what's her, Rose Murda very well. But yeah. does he go, maybe he just makes the rounds. But he the typically, pubs, well, because we know pubs. that, yeah, but we know that he goes and asks Dumbledore for his opinion a lot. Well, yeah, he and writes he, them like every day. Yes, so maybe he he's always down there. He up and sees him too. Probably several times a week. He probably yeah. is based in London, and Dumbledore's based in Scotland. Yeah, but... Is that like a long way for an well, owl? Well, he's just apparating right into hogs. No, the owl. Oh, the magic owl. owls. No. They probably fly twice the rate of a regular owl. Maybe. Pew, pew. Right through the sky. Like lightning. Grease lightning? No, a bolt. Grease oh. lightning. Oh, grease lightning. Doesn't it go grease lightning? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to nitpick, but (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. Um, But no, I feel like I feel like not only because he's the minister, I feel like anywhere he goes, they're going to like know like what your drink is. But I feel like he probably bounces around. Yeah. Like, what do you think his drink is? Whiskey. Mm. No, I think he's too much of like, what does he order later in this book? I bet you it's something like uh, sweet. Mm, you think? I forget yeah, what he orders. Like a fruity or a sweet drink. Like, oh, um, I don't see him doing that. Yeah, like I would. I could see him doing a. Um, I could see him not doing a like a dry martini or something. Mm, I see him more of what's what's um, rum, rum and Coke. No, 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 not a margarita. I think that he just a daiquiri. Yes. You think he would drink a daiquiri? Yes. Oh, I don't see that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. See I that think either. he'd be like mead. Like a nice, mm. like a little no, glass of No, maybe a cider. Meat. Like, he's not a beer man. He's a cider guy. A cider guy? Yeah. I bet he's just a butterbeer butter drinker. Beer guy. Butter beer yeah, guy. Yeah, which is sweet. I know, but it's and not it's like sweet. a daiquiri. Mm. I just think he's the type I feel like Lockhart drinks yes. the fruity sure. drinks. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, everything fancy with the umbrellas. Well, a Bahama Mama at the bar. No. That's what he's drinking. <laughs> he's going to get drinks that match his outfit. He's going to get a blue drink. Oh my God, you're so right. Uh, Hypnotic, isn't that blue? (laughs) I don't know. If If it's sweet, I don't drink it. I don't know. That was college days. Anyway, I think hypnotic is pink. There's something that's blue. I don't know what it's called. I'm going to Google it. Katie, did you find his drink? No, it's bothering me. I'm pretty sure that it's Butterbear. I believe you. I I think it's a movieism, though. Okay. Well, we'll find it someday. Maybe this day. Maybe not. We'll find it when we get to that chapter. Um, so or Sarah can find it. As far as Tom's early life, they're like maybe he went to Hogwarts <laughs> and left and became the barman of the Leaky Cauldron. <laughs> it says sometimes, sometime before 1938. Um, so they said it could be possible that Tom encountered um, other Tom Riddle. That is. Um, 
on his way into Diagon Alley for the first time. It's possible because that's the way that uh, he probably would have taken. And that's kind of it. I mean, yeah, go ahead. He was drinking red currant rum. So it's right with the rum. Yeah. Is red currant sweet? Probably. No idea. Currant is like a type of date cherry. My bad. In 91, he met Harry Potter and Hagrid as they passed through. In 93, which is where we're at now, Fudge asked him to keep an eye on Harry while Sirius Black was on the loose. In 97, he attended the funeral of Albus Dumbledore. And it says in 98, he was greeted by Bellatrix Lestrange, which was really Hermione Granger using Polyjuice Potion on the way to Gringotts. It says Tom passed away or retired during the next 19 years. And then it says since Hannah Abbott Mm -hmm. took over as landlady and lived at the end with her husband, Neville Longbottom. Hmm. Do they have kids? I know this is totally off topic, but I was thinking about this earlier when we were talking about who Hannah and Neville. Yeah, because they don't. You don't hear about that and the lovely written other book, Cursed Child. Maybe it's not a book; it's a play. Maybe they do, but they're just younger and not Hogwarts age yet. That's kind of, I guess, what I envisioned. Well, you never know what we're going to get on Pottermore since it's been. They don't like to give us information. Yeah, but they don't even give us Sirius's birth year, just his date. Well, we can assume or the birth the year. Or yeah. his Patronus, or what his and wallet is. <laughs> yeah. And she, is, she has all that knowledge. You She's know she to. does. Anyways. Back Dear Joe, I want an encyclopedia. So Dear I just wanted Joe. to see if we could find any more about Tom, and it's very little, but it is what it is. Yeah. Not Tom Riddle. I Tom. think right. that the way Toothless that they Tom. made Tom in the first movie is how I envisioned him. Yes. Yeah. And That's then I don't, bumbling I don't know what the heck they made in the third. I think they're just trying to jazz it up, you know? It was Alfonso, Alfonso Curon. And, I, you know, I I love Alfonso Curon as a director. Like, he he does a great job setting tones. I've liked other movies that he's done. Um, and I appreciate what he did for Prisoner of Azkaban in terms of tone and picture, like yeah. how it looks. Yeah. But the extra crap that he's he added so in. extra. Okay, the part that I really hate, though. Okay, let's. Okay. I'm sorry that this is a teeny tiny bit off topic, but just like real quick, those scenes throughout it where it's like showing the seasons and it's like this bird flying around and, and then it hits the whomping willow. Yeah. You just wasted five minutes of the movie. If you combine all four of those scenes, you could have put the Marauder story in five minutes. I agree. Just saying. I like those scenes. I like them too. They're I like, cute. Bird I like that you remember that like, it, it brings in the focus, um, um, the, the willow, of the willow mm-hmm. and that it's, it's, I, I get it's a sentient being or anything, but it moves and it's a vital part of the story. I get why he did it, but like to me, there are way more important things to be put in that do he you, didn't. Do you know how plants are living things? Yeah. Do you think magical plants, since they're living things and they're magical, do you think they have like specific like personalities? Probably. Oh, I bet. Because, well, let's. Think I mean look at Whomping Willow Mandrake Willow the uh, venomous tentacula yes careful it bites it's teething yeah isn't that interesting yeah mm-hmm. I like that cool. I'm head cannoning that Kay. me too yes, ma'am okay let's go be extra all, all right. right no <laughs> okay today is the day they're leaving for Hogwarts yay Woo! but the day Harry's been waiting for forever ever 
Hedwig doesn't want to be crammed back into her cage after having a large amount of freedom. I feel like she's bird hairy. And I feel like, yeah, bird hairy. Yeah, but like, I he, think she's more willing to like be sassy. Like where Harry's mm, not there yet. No, not like, yet. Oh, she's but gonna he act, gets oh, there. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe for he, sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. On the for real, for real. Yeah. I think she gets that. <laughs> or I think he gets it from her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ron is already irritable because of Percy. Because Percy accused Ron of dripping tea onto his picture of his girlfriend, Penelope, and she Clea was hiding Walter. her little blotchy face under the frame. And I feel like we get like a bigger glimpse of, I don't know, moody Ron. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting more moody as he gets older. Yeah. As most people do. <laughs> They're teenagers. Everybody's moody. It's Ugh. true. It's a terrible time. Yeah. Um, Harry attempts to tell Ron what he had overheard the night before, but he keeps getting interrupted. And this first time, he gets interrupted by the twins because they're like, oh, hey, great job, Ron. <laughs> and it's like, that's not Ron. He didn't do that. And then the boys head down to breakfast, and Molly is being... Ooh, Molly. <laughs> she was telling the girls about a love potion that she had made, and all three were giggling. And Arthur was very seriously reading his Daily Prophet. I've seen some fan fictions and some things that... Um she used the love potion on Arthur and then Bill was conceived under it. And so like, he doesn't love just Whoa. saying. <laughs> Interesting. I then there's some, and there's some that like aren't clearly not nice to the Weasleys where like she told Ginny to use one on Harry. So her daughter could marry Harry Potter. Not saying I agree with this at all. <laughs> Crazy. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's risque. There's some things. In but the that is like, Potterverse. like if you think about like love potions, Love potion number nine. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a song. By Love who? potion number nine. No. You've never heard that oh, song? Get out. We'll play it once we're done. All right. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I don't like love potions. No. Obviously, no. we see the results of what can That's not with consent. Mm. Preach. Truth. Yeah. Anyways. But no, but I mean, for the innocent sake of it, like, I'm glad they're giggling and having fun. All right. Leaving for Hogwarts was chaotic as usual. Um, and Harry still hasn't had time to tell Ron or Herm, Herm. <laughs> about what he has overheard just yet. And I feel like throughout this whole time, he's like, I feel like you can feel that Harry's like tense because he keeps wanting to have an opportunity to talk to them about it because he needs to get it out and he has no chance. And you notice as you read this time that there's a lot more focus on the animals in this book and, um, you can kind of tell where it's headed now that you know the outcome. Um, you can read what Joe is. She's like sticking all these little things in, like um, Ron having a mini fit about scabbers being near Crookshanks, and they're talking about all the different owls, like um, Hermes, and I don't know. I just noticed that she has put more emphasis on the animals this time around. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder why that is, Tiffany. I just said it. Guess we'll find out, really. That's not a movie. I think that's a big, big theme in this book is animals. 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 We see several. Several. Well, I was going to say something else, but that's for a later podcast episode. All right. The ministry cars show up, and they are dark green in color, and they're driven by wizards they're, wearing... They're what? Driven. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> by wizards wearing emerald 
<laughs> velvet outfits. Hashtag shout out to velvet. Well, <laughs> it reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, with the carriage driver? Yeah, they're all like, you know, I don't know, Emerald to me. In Emerald, Emerald City. Emerald City. Yeah. The wizards. Dun-dun-dun. Except he's not really a wizard. Sad fact. Oh, yeah, the youngest munchkin died. The, or the, old, the only living one died. Yeah. 98 Crazy. years old. I thought it was 99. Whoa. Oh, I read I 98. But, uh, he was the one that gave the lollipop. Yeah, pour one out because that's that's a very long life. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that Mr. Weasley is acting is like he is on like high alert and he's watching for any funny business. And we know <laughs> why. Harry, Herm, Ron, and Percy ride together in a car. And traveling in the cars was much more uneventful compared to traveling on the night bus. But it still says that um, they can slide through gaps in cars like the bus was when they were traveling. So I found that to be very interesting. And I wonder if... I don't remember. I know that um, Arthur's spells on the Fort Anglia were like to enlarge like the back seat mm-hmm. and the trunk. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if he was able to get to like squeezing through stuff. And like jumping ahead of things. What do you guys think? I feel like that's probably super duper advanced. And I don't know if that's something he would have been able to do just like in his backyard. Okay. That's my, I don't know. What do you think? I think he may have been pushing the limits of his, of his wife's patience as it was. So maybe just making it a flying invisible car was but I enough. Don't, I, did she know about the process or did she know about the end result? Like, I wonder if he even tried. Oh, yeah. You know what? I wonder right. if he probably didn't even try because like she think, was saying like... Yeah. If I do any more things to this car, which I'm not supposed to have, I'm not supposed to be doing these things anyways. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, here are the divorce papers. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Don't do it. Yeah. She was <laughs> not a fan of him finding the loophole that he wrote. Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if you just stopped it? She was not a fan of him. No. <laughs> more love potion on boat. <laughs> oh, maybe she puts it in his tea every day. Oh, my oh God. no. Somebody write that fanfic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think she actually used a love potion to get Arthur. I think they're genuinely in love. Love? Yeah. All right. So the ministry car could even jump ahead of traffic at the stoplights. And I said, I need this car. So do I. (laughs) They arrive at the station with 20 minutes to spare. Hooray. And it makes me think, are they ever early? Probably not. (laughs) There's too many kids to be early. I can't. Like, I'm trying to think of. If they're ever really actually like early or if this is like the first time, because I feel like they're always scrambling, but maybe they're early this time because a, they're not at their own house. They're not at the borough and there's mm-hmm. not, you know, well, keep thinking they, like, Oh, do I need this? Do I need this? I always do probably that. Not as long of a drive. And they themselves yeah. though are, um, not like worrying about transportation. It's going to be there. Like the cars were picking them up at this certain time and they knew they had to get there. And then the cars drove them. Yeah. Cause and they're counting on someone else rather than themselves. Correct. Yeah. I feel like you're right. Um, Mr. Weasley continues to stick to Harry like glue, and since the events of last year, they have wised up because of or and because of Black being on the loose. I feel like two of those things go together because now they're going through to the platform in pairs. Arthur goes with Harry, and they fall through very casually. I just like how they were like just like leaning against. Yeah, it showed a different way to get through than just, like, Mm -hmm. running. Because I remember I was thinking, I was, like, back to one, and she said, it's easier to do it at a run if you're nervous. Mm 
I would think the opposite. <laughs> I think I know. your first time going through, especially for someone who's not been immersed in the magical world, running at a brick wall would be terrifying to me. I would much rather just like calm myself, lean against it, and go through. Even if I fell all the way down on the other side, mm-hmm. I feel like it still would have been much less nerve-wracking for me. Maybe it's like peeling off a Band-Aid. Just rip it off instead of you know mm-hmm. going slowly. Yeah. like I think I'd rather run. I still probably think it's more fun. Well, let's lightning bolt it. You're going to run. What are you going to do? First time. Katie. Uh, She's going to skip through. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to go on her hands. I would probably run <laughs> and then think that later on I should have been like, oh, maybe. I'm going to crab walk through. <laughs> I probably would run just because You'd like run. then you're not thinking about it as much. I'm, I'm going to pretend like I'm checking someone out and just like. <laughs> <fall through. laughs> I'd go butt first. Butt first. <laughs> You Say would. goodbye to the muggle world as I'm like, peace out, people. Peace out, muggles. Peace out, muggles. <laughs> Sucks. You can't go through this wall. Sucks to suck, muggles. All right. Percy and Ginny come through next, and Percy, or I wrote Purse, <laughs> immediately scurries off to be with his girlfriend, and his face has turned pink when he goes off to meet her. And I think this is a really cute moment. Harry and Ginny giggle together at yeah. seeing that. And I was like, ooh. Let's pour one out for Percy's relationship with her because he marries someone else. What? <laughs> All high school relationships can't work out. Some do, some don't. <laughs> All right. Harry and crew begin to head back to the back of the train to put their stuff away. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'll read from chapter that I'm not ready for. <laughs> Here we go. Mrs. Weasley kissed all her children and then Hermione and finally Harry. He was embarrassed, but really quite pleased when she gave him an extra hug. Oh, do take care. Won't you, Harry? She said and straightened up her eyes. Oddly bright. So, you know that she's like hoping for the best this year. Um, Mr. Weasley seems like he finally can't take it anymore and that he needs to talk to Harry. So I feel like Mr. Weasley and Harry were both feeling like the same kind of on edge feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they leave the group to go talk in a private location on the platform. He's very tense. And so Harry knows this and he can feel it. And so to ease this for Arthur, Harry tells him that he already knows. He tells him that he's sorry for overhearing, and Arthur's pretty disappointed because he didn't want Harry to find out in that way, and he's probably a little embarrassed because he knows how that conversation went with Molly and how he was a little, like... Snippy. It's an on-edge conversation. Right. And... I don't know. But this way, Harry's like, it's fine because now you haven't broken your promise to fudge. So all is well with that. All was well. All was well. And Harry's like, no, seriously, it's okay. And Arthur's like, no, you, but you must be scared. And so Harry says, I'm not. And he said it sincerely because you, I don't know. I love how. Do you think that he's not scared because like his whole life is like someone's trying to kill him? Pretty much. Probably. But really, he what, only but, but, knows that after age 11. But what is Sirius Black compared to the Dursleys? Or the <laughs> So Harry says, I'm not scared in regards to being scared. He says, really? He added, because Mr. Weasley was looking disbelieving. I'm not trying to be a hero, but seriously, serious black? <laughs> he says this. Can't be worse than Voldemort, can he? Mr. Weasley flinched at the sound of the name, but overlooked it. Harry, I knew you were made of, well, stronger stuff than Fudge seems to think, and I'm obviously pleased that you're not scared, but... And he gets cut off because the train's going to leave. 
And Molly's freaking out. And so he says, listen, I want you to give me your word. And Harry interjects and says that I'll be a good boy and stay in the castle. Mm-hmm. Harry said gloomily. And he says, not entirely. Um, and he's looking very serious at Harry. And more serious than Harry had ever seen. <laughs> I understand that this is funny <laughs> to my uh, fellow hosts <laughs> because they're children. <laughs> I never pretend I'm anything but. Mm, that's true. I'm, I'm a saying, grown up kid. I always oh, say. Oh, shameless plug! <laughs> <laughs> I always say that I'm like a 12 year old boy. I have that type of humor. <laughs> it's fine. I just know that I'm reading and I can like see all of you and I like my purple <laughs> and, and you're all like <laughs> I seriously can't help it. Oh seriously. Okay. He says, Harry, swear to me you won't go looking for black. Looking is in italics. And Harry he's just like, What? And there's a loud whistle, guards are walking along the train, slamming doors shut, and he said, Promise me, Harry, that whatever happens and he goes, Why would I go looking for someone I know wants to kill me? And he just says, swear to me that whatever you might hear, so we automatically know there's more to this story. Mm-hmm. What could it be? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. I know, you guys. I have a lot of read from chapters. Oh, just seriously, kidding. though, I have anxiety over this. <laughs> so, the train. Anxiety over what? Yeah. That he's missing the train? <laughs> no. She just wants to say seriously. I, no, I was saying that I have oh, anxiety. you. you- Dork. No, I was saying I have anxiety over like the situation that Harry's in. Seriously. Well, yeah. Oh my god. I can't do this for a whole book. (laughs) I could do it for the next. Let's be honest. We'll be looping around this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a howling good time. Were you aware, Wolf? (laughs) We were gonna do this. I hope you pee your pants. Oh, God. Your face is as red as my cup. <laughs> All right. So the train takes off and Harry good. immediately wants to talk to Ron and Herm because there's so much to cover. And so they finally find a spot and Ron says, go away, Jenny. <laughs> so mean. I'm like, after the last year that she had, right. you're just going to be like, go away. And she's like, Oh, that's nice. And I said, the beginnings of sassy Ginny. And I said, now that she is in control of herself, she is coming into her own. And she's so much like Molly. Yes. yes. Do you think that she's in control of all of her faculties this year? Um, I would say yes. <laughs> Shout out to Mama O'Malley. Yeah, really. All right. Um, bear, bear. The only compartment that was open-ish had a man who was sleeping. and so A sexy man. I it doesn't I, say that in the book. I <laughs> hope that they don't think he's sexy because um, that's could. a teacher. No, she's a Lockhart. She's a Lockhart one. Yeah. it's like a gross relationship, though. I mean, well, I don't it doesn't need it's anything like a, to happen. It's like a kid crushing on someone that's older. Right. It's like not like they were was, crushing on her. When I was like nine, I was crushing on Justin Timberlake, who was way older than me. I still crush on JT, except his ramen hair. I can't. You didn't like the ramen noodle hair? I didn't like the ramen noodle hair. I enjoyed the jean outfit. I got ramen on my head, but don't call me ramen. No, no, no. (laughs) Call me JT. People always wait for that. It's got to be in every episode. I hope you never forget to add something like that in every episode. I'm going to never talk again. Prayers have been answered, (laughs) y'all. 
I love you so much. Don't hurt me. I'm pregnant. <laughs> love you. Okay. Look of daggers. <laughs> All right. So Harry wonders about this a bit, but the others don't seem to be as confused because there's an adult on the train. And it only seems like a little bit strange to them. But like when I was reading this, I was like, why weren't they more confused to see an adult other than the snack lady? Probably because they know it's a professor because they read his logo. Yeah, but yeah, at but this point, never they seen another professor. Why yeah, did, did he like, take the train, though? I don't know. Maybe because he's got no money and that's what Joe wanted to actually, do. Actually, he seems pretty tired. You know, like he actually sleeps through almost this whole thing. So maybe the moon's close and he doesn't have like a lot of energy. He can't apparate. Huh? Yeah, or he, he just, just got, just got through, through one. one. Yeah, he might not have enough energy to apparate. That is a really good point. He went I know my to boy. the moon <laughs> every <laughs> month. <laughs> Oh my if he went to the moon, would he always be a werewolf? Depends on which side. A wolf of where? All right. So it says the stranger was wearing an extremely shabby set of wizard robes that had been darned in several places. What does that mean? Like, like, like yeah. Yeah. Okay. He looked ill and exhausted. I think he just got through a transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I'm looking online. A lot of people speculate that. Yeah. I've just like three things that I've read are well, like, what? well, he's probably tired for a reason and ill looking for a reason. Yeah. What year was this? 90, 93? 93? Mm-hmm. 90, 93 to yeah, 4. 93 to 94. Okay. Yeah. So this next line, though quite young. Thank you. Yep. Quite young. His light brown hair was flecked with gray. You missed two bells on your boy. I'm paying attention to it. She's very very intrigued with what you're saying right now. (laughs) Okay. So who do we reckon he is? Professor Arden. A sexy beast. I believe that um, the full moon is August 31st. Oh, my God. Did you look at the calendar? Yeah. Yes, you did. Sarah, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's literally the night before. We are not worthy. (laughs) That matched up so well for her. (laughs) September 1st of 93. Well, so August 31st. August 31st It's a Tuesday. Oh, oh. full moon. Oh, my God. Son well, this wasn't. This is the New York American time. So let me look if I can see. Um, this blows my mind. Is are the full moons different? I, I guess know. that would make sense. I don't. Are they? I don't know how moons work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a moonologist. Are you okay. No. <laughs> Anyways, well, so this one is saying that the full moon was. Um, is this for England though? Central European time or summertime, which I don't really know what summer, that means. Summertime. Summertime. Um, it says September 1st. So, yeah, right around then is the full moon. So it I'm would have been it. the night before or the next night. Yeah. So, I mean, if it depending on because I can't, you know, time wise. So, yeah, full moon. That's Crazy. What he looks like. Crazy. That's why he doesn't look his best. That's why boyfriend's passed out. Um, He always looks his best. Okay. Oh, just saying. Those scars. Mm. All right. Herm is Herm when it comes to figuring out who he is, and Ron is Ron. <laughs> that is like the I will say, best explanation of that scene. This reminds me. So when I went to Europe, and I was um, my cousin was like, not, I think she was a little annoyed that I was always saying random facts, and we were in Paris um, eating, 
and I was reading the sign behind her head and I could read French a little bit. And I was like, oh, all of the potatoes that, from the fries that we're eating <laughs> are made from potatoes that were grown in France. She's like, why do you know that? And I was like, I'm literally reading the sign behind your head. This is what this reminds me of. She's like, it's right. It's written right there. <laughs> all right. Um, Harry goes on and he explains about what he heard about Sirius Black. And he uh, learns nothing. He's out for murder. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> um. So, in regards to Lupin, um, they're talking about like what position he's going to be, and she's like, "Well, it's obvious. Defense against the dark arts. You know, we don't have anybody. Obviously, Lockhart is not <laughs> able to do anything." And so Ron's like, well, I hope he's up to it. He looks like one good hex would finish him off, doesn't yeah. he? Which I feel bad because it just shows you how uh, terrible that process is. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Harry explains about what happened with the conversation he overheard about Sirius Black. And they both seem to be more afraid of this than Harry. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like Hermione's done her reading on him and probably Ron probably knows the story from way back. But like why wouldn't he tell him? Huh? Like why wouldn't if Ron knew the story, why wouldn't he tell Harry? Well maybe because he didn't know it was like related to Harry. Because when you think about it, it could best be like one of Voldemort's followers just killing a bunch of muggles, right? It's not I mean, necessarily related to Harry's story. I don't think that they story. put all of the true information mm-hmm. out to the public. Well, they well, yeah. it's, can't. it's the media. Yeah. You know how the media is. <laughs> the media never lies. So they're more scared of this than Harry. And um, Hermione's like, her hands are over her mouth. She's like, oh my god. And they can't believe that he's escaped to come after Harry. And she's like, you're going to need to be really careful. Don't go looking for trouble, Harry, which is that's another person that's already told him not to go looking for trouble. Although she says it not knowing the reason right. why, Ar- like, why Arthur said it. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite quotes, and I have it on a tank top. It says, I don't go looking for trouble, said Harry. Trouble usually finds me. It's true. And then we hear a noise, 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 noise. It's not that noise. That's, that's how. That's what a dementor sounds like when they're sucking out your soul. Well, we're not there yet. We're getting that's there. That's Katie's section. <laughs> what do you think a sneak of soap sounds like? It's a whistling. <laughs> it says whirring, so like. <laughs> Does it sound like one of those weird tubes that you swirl around? Yeah. Yeah. And it goes. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I, I wish you guys could see us for making the most terrible faces. That's what I envision, though. Those are like summertime toys. We bought one of those, and it scared the hell out of our cats, and we had to get rid of it. It was funny, but I it feel was bad. funny for like a minute, and then they were like, hated us. So <laughs> okay. for like hours. So um, as you guys just heard, Harry's sneakoscope went off. <laughs> So it's worrying as it's described. Ron claims that that's happening just because it's cheap. Nah, bro. But there's a reason that we know what it is. Yes. Crookshanks is an animagus and he's <laughs> a horrible person. So Hermione immediately is like, Ron, were you doing anything untrustworthy at the time? <laughs> <laughs> and he said no. And then backtracked and was like, well, I wasn't supposed to use Errol. <laughs> 
but that's not going to make it go off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, spoiler alert, it's Scabbers. <laughs> Every time the sneakoscope is around Scabbers, it's whirring. So <laughs> he is the most untrustworthy of untrustworthy. Oh, rat. Oh, he's yeah. a rat. So Ron um, suggests to Harry that, like, oh, well, when we're in Hogsmeade this year, we can take it to Dervish and Bings and have it checked out. They sell those kinds of things. And then this spurs this whole conversation about Hogsmeade. And it's really, it's just Ron and Hermione going back and forth talking about it. Ron is like, oh, there's this sweet shop. It's called Honeydukes. And then he is just, like, enamored with Honeydukes. I mean, going on about all the different things that you can get. And then here's Hermione interjecting. She's like, oh, well, um, I read about it in Sites of Historical Sorcery. And the inn was the headquarters for the 1612 Goblin Rebellion. The Shrieking Shack is supposed to be the most severely haunted building in Britain. Um, also, it is the only entirely non-Muggle settlement in Britain. So I thought that's cool. I wouldn't mm-hmm. live there. Yeah. I can't. I'm a Muggle. They want to lie my kind. <laughs> but, womp womp, Harry can't go. Sucks to suck. <laughs> and then immediately they're both like, what? Yeah. And Ron's like, just ask McGonagall. Somebody. But honestly, like, how how shocked are they really the, the Dursleys didn't say? Right, I know. Well, like, and you just were told that Sirius Black is looking for him. Yeah. Like, He's not going to be allowed and out now, of the oh, castle. And like, you go to the Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> Hermione later on is like, oh, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> I feel like that SpongeBob made. Oh, my God. Homeboy, leave the castle. Um, so then, so he suggests McGee could give him permission, or somebody else at the school, or they could ask Fred and George how to use secret passages. <laughs> Hashtag foreshadowing. Um, Hermione is very against all of this, though, because serious. Then why are you shocked? Why, are you, shocked? why yeah. do you care? Kermit the Frog. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody can envision, we're all waving our hands above. Somebody um put a GIF or GIF, whatever you prefer. No, it's pronounced like Kermit the Frog arms. If you know what we're talking about, it's pronounced Mm -hmm. Um, so after this conversation kind of fizzles because Hermione is like, no, don't do that. Yeah. So Hermione lets Crookshanks out and immediately he jumps onto Ron, yawns and stretches, but See, then Scabbers, yeah, but then Scabbers starts <laughs> trembling. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's a lie. He knows that Scabbers is untrustworthy. Him. Yeah. Yawns and stretches. But, but Crookshanks really does have this like sixth sense about Scabbers throughout the whole book. What did we say Crookshanks might be? Ain't no. Part Neasel. Yeah. He is part Neasel. No, but no, but the other thing. Anime, I guess. Yeah, that's the. No. That's the there's some measles. theories out there. I've only heard measles. Some... Keep going. Well, maybe okay. It's just fan fiction where. Um, fiction. I'm just saying, I've seen red fan fiction where like it's actually Regulus that is the cat. And that's why. That's cool. Regulus. Ooh. And so he's not dead. He's a kitty, kitty, mew, mew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's to say, really? Kitty, kitty, I'm just mew, saying mew. things I've read. <laughs> Who's the best cat in America? Teddy. Ignotus Peveril. It's you, Jamper Damper. It's you. Have you guys never seen that? No. Who's the best cat in Scotland? It's you, Crookshanks. It's you. No. I'm a kitty cat. And it's a meow, 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 meow. 
Kitty Kitty yep. Mew Mew. Um, so Scabbers immediately starts trembling. And Who then Ron shoves Crookshanks off of him and he settles across the way and just kind of stares at Ron for the I whole ride. I love that he was shaking. That means he was scared. Yeah. yeah. Good. He knew. Turnbull. He should have thrown scabbers out the window, never to be seen again. Catch you never. <laughs> yeah. Hope you die. <laughs> Hope, you Hope you break your neck on the way down. <laughs> now, if he died, would he turn back into his human? Oh, I can't no. do this anymore. <laughs> no, legitimately. I like think he would. I think he would. Yeah. Because, like, the magic yeah, would the magic is gone. You know what I mean? He doesn't deserve magic. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That is not being he deserves debated a here. slow and painful death. Mm-hmm. Pull all his fingernails out. Jeez. He kind of does have a little bit of a slow, painful death. Yeah, he does. He kills himself, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. Chokes himself. He's realizing so, he's going to die. Ugh, he looks like him. a Dementor right now. Thank you. You're welcome. A what? We don't know what those are yet. Ooh. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, they don't, they don't call them that... I don't think in this chair. The guard. They're always the guard. Demanda, Demanda. Asban gods. Asban. Who was it? Asban. You mean Asban? Asban. I just like, you're like, Asban. Asban gods. What are they called? What is, um, where do the Norse gods live? What is that? Asgard. 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 Sorry. Yeah, that's where like Thor I thought you were going to ask about um, Alcatraz. Yeah, I, I thought you were as well. All right, I, I can't find what I was thinking about for things. Okay, so Draco and his cronies appear. Ugh, cronies. And God, it just makes me want to. He says, <laughs> "Well, look who it is, Potty and the Weasel." Like, okay, you're 13, dude. Those are hardcore, it awesome insults. Yeah, like, you're talking um, about. <laughs> it sounds people, like a band. Potty and the Weasel. Potty and the Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best wizard rock band ever. I'm sure they're out there. Let's see. We'll make up some. If songs. not, it's us. People like Draco make me want to bomb. Is what I wanted to say. Bombbomb.com. Um, so I wanted to read their little interaction here. Why did it go away? I think it's the next page. Yes. Okay. Oh, there's fan fiction so about says, Potty and Weasel. <laughs> I heard your father finally got his hands on some gold this summer, Weasley, said Ugh. Malfoy. Did your mother die of shock? Ugh. Ron stood up so quickly, he knocked Crookshanks' basket to the floor. Professor Lupin gave a snort. <laughs> so Who's coming that? Dog mode. Said Malfoy, taking an automatic step backward as he spotted Lupin. New teacher, said Harry, who got to his feet too, in case he needed to hold Ron back. What were you saying, Malfoy? Mm-hmm. Malfoy's pale eyes narrowed. He wasn't fool enough to pick a fight right under a teacher's nose. Come on, he muttered resentfully to Crab and Goyle, and they disappeared. Harry and Ron sat back down, Ron massaging his knuckles. I'm not going to take any crap from Malfoy this year, he said angrily. I mean it. If he makes one more crack about my family, I'm going to get a hold of his head. And Ron made a violent gesture in midair. Ron, hissed Hermione, pointing at Professor Lupin. Be careful. But he was still fast asleep. Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh Tired. Um, and then suddenly the train starts slowing and everybody's what? peeking their heads out of the compartments looking around and the lights go out. The lights so that's scary. The and then somehow Neville and Ginny find their way into the compartment and then suddenly Lupin is awake. Hi, Abay. What's his first word? Anybody know? You know. Anybody know? Huh? No, we can't look. <laughs> What? Was Katie Lupin's marry first me. Word? Uh, that, yeah, that'd be amazing. Sorry, Mega. <laughs> Nimble That's Wimble. right. She'll leave Quiet. you for Taylor Swift and you'll leave her for Remus Lupin. Right. Quiet. Quiet. Well, 
Why are you leaving us hanging? What? She I said, said quiet. It. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, it's your turn, Katie. I need to precursor myself here because I love this character so much. I need to apologize to everybody because I'm probably going to be annoying. And really side biased. note, yeah, you know, and really, like honestly, though, who legitimately hates Lupin? Is there anybody? <gasps> Tiffany. Oh my god! Like I don't think that now we need of a new Gryffindor because she's out. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I know that he made a bad decision in Deathly Hollows, no. but like Ugh. who? legitimately hates him he's a totally likable guy oh my gosh like it's not like serious where he's controversial in any way shape or form well i mean he's a little bit but again he was in like he was young you know what i mean he changed right and was he ever really he was never the bad one out of the group no, but he I mean, did, if we're being a thousand percent, Peter's the worst. Sit back and quiet, let it happen. But he had his damaged reasons for yes. doing that. I mean, everybody has damaged reasons, but out of all of, I just characters. love him so much. I mean, much. James, Sirius, and Peter did so much for him. Mm-hmm. This is like Makes conversation for a Felix Files. But. All right, moving on. But I have to say, okay, you know, in your text messages, where it suggests words to you. Okay, I literally don't just verbally talk about Remus so much. I talk about him so much in text that I typed <laughs> Remus and it suggested John Lupin to me. It did. Legitimately, <laughs> it did. Multiple she times. showed me. Yeah. So this is just a random question about Remus Lupin. Who do you think, did he buy that briefcase or whatever that has Professor R.J. Lupin on it? Or did someone else buy it for him? I, well, it's an old briefcase, so I feel like he just added it, added the word professor to it when he got the job. Magic. Because he's proud of it. He probably, this is, I mean, what's he been doing? You know what I mean? This this, this is going to make me This is like his only chance at having like a real position because of who he is. He just did like odd jobs until like he couldn't anymore because they're like, why are you? Thanks to Umbridge. He, this is Mm -hmm. his only gig because she has blocked legislation to let him be able to have a job in every other way. Let's pause Mm -hmm. for a moment and really just, let's thank Dumbledore for giving him the position. Honestly. (laughs) No, you You're know really what? Let's stretching thank here. Remus for being the cool dude that he is. Yeah. All right. And let's lady. thank Remus a, for... He deserves a whole bottle to be poured out for him. That's how amazing he is. He deserves like 10 bottles. <sighs> let's just sing about Remus. He's a cool dude. What's Remus's Remus drink? Fir- the first single from no, Potty and the Weasel. <laughs> what's, what's Remus's drink? I'd say whiskey on the rocks. Something uh, rocks? hot no. chocolate. Definitely hot chocolate okay, with Bailey's. Alcohol. I think. With Bailey's. <laughs> I think he wants a little bit of brandy. Bourbon for sure. Yeah, but whiskey and bourbon are very similar. It's just the way that you say, make it and where it's made. I would say whiskey just because he hung around serious for so well, long. Because there's I think whiskey. whiskey, scotch, and bourbon are all made similarly. Oh, I feel like he might be a scotch drinker. And scotch is made in Scotland. Bourbon, Wine. I believe, is made in. Lagavulin. He's going to drink oh. Lagavulin. I don't even know what that, that is. They made him, oh, no. Does Marty, has he ever had that? Oh, yeah. Has he liked it? Uh, it's disgusting. He loves it. It smells like trash. <laughs> now, do you think trash he would try, do you think he dry, drinks his, I I think any of those, I would be okay with him drinking, you know, a bourbon, a scotch, or a whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree. I think scotch or bourbon more so than whiskey, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, do you think he drinks it on the rocks or no. oh, neat? Just neat. Neat. Do you think a twist of anything? Nope. He's a straight lace guy. I don't know. Maybe he's a not twist of lime fancy. every like 
every fortnight. You I feel know? like he's not getting fancy at all. Or like, I feel like if he if he goes a little far oh, out, he's gonna get like an old fashioned. You know what I think his yeah. drink is? Yeah, yeah, an old fashioned Wolfsbane. Hey! Oh! oh. <laughs> 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 it's so white. <laughs> We've never done that before. No. <laughs> oh god, that's amazing. Just look my, my voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> Come. For me. No. My legs are pretty supported by this baby. <laughs> All right, let's let's go oh into my God. Katie's little tidbits about the yellow. Please. All right. So, yellow. Yellow. So Remus wakes up and he goes to get up, I think to like maybe talk to the driver or something. And he says, Stay where you are, and he magics a handful of fire. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> so this reminds me of Hermione and her little balls. Yeah. Of fire. Yes. Um, so I was going to say, goodness gracious, great blue. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that part, but yeah. Oh, boy. So he goes to leave, but the door slid open before he could reach it. Rut row. Standing in the doorway, illuminated by the shivering flames in Lupin's hand, was a cloaked figure that towered to the ceiling. Its face was completely hidden beneath its hood. Harry's eyes darted downward, and what he saw made his stomach contract. There was a hand protruding from the cloak, and it was glistening, grayish, slimy-looking, and scabbed like something dead that had decayed in water. I, like, can picture that so vividly. Oh, I know. I've had the same picture in my head ever since the first time I've read this. Does his face... I don't know if it's a hanging... Do their face look similar to that? Like, I know we don't really ever see... I think. But do you think they're just, I'm like, a sure. slimy, gross, gray... Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Harry sees that at the end of the book. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline, and it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I guess it's true. Because he almost gets the kiss. Kissed. That's what they sound like when they suck your soul. <laughs> But the hand was only visible for a split second. As though the creature beneath the cloak sensed Terry's gaze, the hand was suddenly withdrawn into the folds of its black cloak. Folds. And then the thing beneath the hood, whatever it was, drew a long, slow, rattling breath, <laughs> as, though, as though it was trying to suck something more than air from its surroundings. An intense cold swept over them all. Harry felt his own breath catch in his chest. The cold went deeper than his skin. It was inside his chest. It was inside his very heart. So I was talking to Meg about this maybe earlier today. Um, again, reading this as an adult and knowing that J.K. Rowling truly pulled real-life experience of depression for this, mm-hmm. yeah. it just makes it so much more real mm-hmm. and scary. Yeah. 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 So, Dementor profile, just straight from Pottermore. Appearance shaped like humans covered in dark-hooded cloaks. Skin resembles that of a gray rotting body. Magic abilities, though they're blind, they can sense and feed on positive feelings, draining their victim's happiness. Yes. Are they born in a cloak? I don't know. Are they actually born? They do breed. But, like... That's mentioned at some point. Is the cloak, like, does it just, like, all come in one, or do they have to go buy cloaks? (laughs) 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 Can you see how Dementors striding into Madame Malkin's? Welcome to Dementors! Cloaks included. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you think that I've they... never thought about this? <laughs> maybe, maybe they're just naked, and that's like what they have. I feel like maybe it looks like uh, Baby Voldy. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, the part where he's like coming out of the cauldron, and then but, like, like who's the who's handing black out clothes over him? Oh, it's just like magic. Yeah. Okay. Well, when in doubt, it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. Did you ever see that drawing where it's like someone wonders it, who cooks at Azkaban, and then they have a little dementia yes. in like <laughs> oven mitts, and it says "Kiss the Cook." <laughs> Like, if a Dementor could be cute, that would be it. Right. Typical habitats. Azkaban. Uh, I don't know Fog. what it is. Azkaban. Thank you. Where else do you think they live? Like, do they just live? I mean, I think we hear this from Remus later. Where do they go after they, like, get kicked stuff. out of Azkaban? Do they ever get With, kicked out? Yeah. After I think they, that they're, they're like, in the countryside <gasps> because they say something. Manor? They say no, but something I'm saying, like all after all of that because like they stopped using them after the war. I think that the countryside because they at least the part like whenever there's the whenever Azkaban is like taken over by the Death Eaters and they're in control. The death the Dementors are breeding, and I believe that it's like the countryside is like covered, covered in, in fog. fog. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so it's I'm in guessing the news, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's where 
They go. I would assume they go where the people are so they can. I want to be where the people are. I, I want to see, want to see, see their horror stories. <laughs> I want to see when they're really sad. I'm going to suck, suck their souls out. <laughs> Second single. <laughs> Uh, soul sucking. <laughs> People are going to be looking for an album. <laughs> up where they laugh, up where they smile. <laughs> I'm going to turn all that into frowns and sadness. <laughs> no. uh, Beverly, please I write us a Dementor song <laughs> to part of your world. <laughs> or anything. Beverly, just you're amazing. <laughs> Something about, like, you know how Ariel wants to have legs? Dementors just want to have, like, souls. You dementors know? just want to have souls. <laughs> oh, Dementors want to have souls. Or the girls just want to have fun. Yeah. And the choice is yours. Oh my Whichever God. genius. We want both. We're both. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's having no life except writing us songs. I, I won't lie, Beverly. My favorite song you ever did was my song. Yeah, I literally like I want to have it typed up and make it really pretty and like frame it and put it on my wall because it was amazing. I like had tears in my eyes. It was so good. It was really good. Bev, the next step here is for you to record these for us Amen. so that we can Yay-o. put them in the podcast as actual yeah. music. Yeah, that'll be, be the ex- the outro music. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, back to not happy things. Okay. So <laughs> I found a what? article off Pottermore that said why Dementors are the scariest magical creatures. I totes agree. I do too. They're legitimately the stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, they make you relive your worst trauma, mm-hmm. like literally the absolute worst things in your memory, and they force you to only think of that and nothing else. So it literally drags you down. Um, they don't care who you are or what you've done. They can see through tricks and disguises. Unless you're an animagus. That's true. Um, yes. What about the um, invisibility cloak? They can see through it. The hollow? Huh? Oh, oh the real not, true one? that one. That's a good point. Yeah. I Probably like that. Not. I bet you're right. I think no. Because if death can't find you, yeah. nor can a dementor. Yeah. True. But I think only that one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, this says they make other creatures look nice. While spiders, dragons, and giants may be big and shudderific. That's a quote from Pottermore. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know who you are as a writer, but yes. <laughs> What's with Groppin is perpetually runny nose anyway. The Dementors make them look positively cuddly. Um, and then they go into the Dementors kiss, which... This isn't funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but oh, they talk about when please. Harry does go to get a Dementor's kiss, and they say, oh, and on top of everything else, this is one creature sorely in need of a breath pins. Hold on. <laughs> it, says, it says here, where there should have been eyes, there was only thin, gray, scabbed skin stretched blankly over empty sockets. Yeah. But there was a mouth, a gaping, shapeless hole, sucking the air with the sound of a death rattle. Ooh. He could smell the Dementor's putrid, death-cold breath filling his own lungs drowning him. Blah. I wonder when she says death rattle. So when someone is actually yeah. dying, they it's called like they have a, a way that they're breathing and I wonder if that to her is what it sounds like is what the dementors. Possible. Yeah. Do you think? No. That be well that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that becoming because it, it appears that they have human like form, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is like the end result for people who are oh. horrible. 
Like really bad let's people. Let's look at what becomes of oh. Voldemort. Now I know he had seven Horcruxes, and they breed in the time of war. But still, I wonder if this is the outcome of horrible people. Well, yeah, that's a, a good, good thought. That's a good thought. Yeah. You know what I didn't remember until rereading this was that mm. the person doesn't die when they get they just get their soul sucked yeah. down and they're, they could still just be shell. Mm-hmm. They walk Little around shell. like a husk, pretty much. How horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say it's worse than death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just kill me. It's crazy. If I am ever, guys, I need you to make a pact right here now. <laughs> if the Dementors ever suck my soul out like that, just... Put your body away. Yeah. Right. You know? Same. Feed you to Aragog. <laughs> he did. Aragog. R.I.P. Porn. Porn King of the, the arachnids. arachnids. Body will decay. <laughs> but his spirit lingers <laughs> on. Oh We're like way ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> and finally, <laughs> quote, the Dementors win the award for most lo- loathsome creatures ever. Mm. TM. That's a trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because Voldemort sees them as natural allies, so they're just automatically in cahoots with the baddies. He, he being Voldemort, just leeches onto every despicable creature possible. Yeah. Anything he can use. Mm-hmm. He's a user. Literally anything, but this mm-hmm. is like a given to him, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, that works exactly for yeah. my mission. Mm-hmm. But I bet you, like, if their views didn't align, the demands would be like, nah, bro. Like, well, well, they liked him because he, they were giving... That he was giving them what they wanted, which mm-hmm. was souls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. many souls in the second war did they take? Mm. How many in general in the first war? But was he using them? He wasn't using them in the first war, yeah, was but he? Like, could they just go and do their own thing? I don't think so. They were still under ministry control. I'm saying when they were like loyal to Voldemort, like it was, it was like free for all. Like yeah. let's just go. And so I wonder how many. People, I mean, think about all the muggles, even all the muggles, all the people that go crazy and have to go into like homes or I don't know, asylum still a thing. No, Um, but but anywhere where people you you know that people they're not in their right minds. Do you think that muggles taste different to them than um, wizards? Maybe less sweet. I'm not sure. I don't think medical that they blood care is a either way though. No, but like I wonder like if they just have a different taste. Like because I don't know if they what if they're taste. sad like does different sadnesses taste like different things? <laughs> Such a weird thought. I don't know. I love that though. I don't love it, but it's a cool thought. <laughs> the I love the thought. loves the thought of tasting <laughs> souls. Mm. I love me a like, soul snack. snack. <laughs> do guys taste different than ladies? Like or do kids taste different than adults? Like Wait. <laughs> like, does Harry's soul taste different to him than like Sirius's soul? Because they've both been through different things. You know what I mean? I have no idea. What to think about. I'm not a soul connoisseur. Person, food for thought. <laughs> anyway, right. knew there would be so much to talk about. No. So poor Harry, his eyes rolled up into his head. He can't see. He's drowning in cold. He hears this rushing in his ears, and he feels like he's being dragged down. Oof. And he hears this screaming from far away. Terrible, terrified, pleading screams. And such the Gryffindor, his first thought, even though he's like going through this traumatic experience, is that he needs to help this person. Mm -hmm. But he can't move because he has a thick white fog swirling around and inside him. So he wakes up to someone slapping his face. (laughs) (laughs) Always kind of made me laugh. He realizes the lights are back on. He can feel the train moving because he fell out of his seat and he's on the floor. He feels pretty sick. He's sweaty. He's clammy. 
Ron's pretty nervous looking at him and asks if he's okay. And Harry's like, yeah, but who screamed? And Ron's even more nervous, and he's like, mm, no one screamed. So first Harry's hearing voices in his head last year, and now he's hearing screaming in his head. Um, so Lupin gives them all chocolate and tells them, eat, it'll help. Love it. And so I wanted to look up, like, why chocolate? Um, so on Pottermore, there's a tiny little thing. It just says, mood-enhancing properties of chocolate are well-known in both muggle and wizard worlds. Chocolate is a perfect antidote for anyone who has overcome in the presence of dementors. Um, and I pulled... Oh, this was cool. Oh, wait, no, I didn't get to that yet. Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. So eating chocolate does release endorphins in your body, which does enhance some your mood. Um, dementors are a metaphor for depression, which Rowling herself has suffered from. So perhaps chocolate was a great way to help Rowling in her darkest hours. And I looked up the health benefits of chocolate because why not? Chocolate. <laughs> There's seven health benefits of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Better mood, makes you eat less, healthy heart. <laughs> that is false because I eat so much more. I love And again, chocolate. I think this is like dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. Um, glowing skin and sun protection. It can lower inflammation, and it's a prebiotic and anti-aging. Woo! Now, is it anti-aging if you eat it or if you put it on your skin? So I got to rub it's it wonderful. on my face. To, do I need to have a chocolate my mask? Because you know what? I wouldn't, and then I'd look at a woof. You do you. Look at a woof. So I found this. I don't know where. I wish I remembered. Um and I don't know if it's real fact or what, but I really liked it. Um, chocolate presents no danger to werewolves, despite the well-known fact that chocolate is poisonous to canines, showing that the human form of a werewolf has traits that carry over in, into the wolf form, aside from more... The more humanized. Oh, yeah. Ironically, Remus Lupin is noted for his borderline addiction to chocolate. So Harry asks, what was that thing? And we find out, yes... Do you think that he's addicted to chocolate because he's battling his own dementors? I would uh, think demon probably not helping. Plays yeah. a role in it. Mm-hmm. Sad tweet. So Eric, especially Harry. leading up to his position at Hogwarts, because mm-hmm. he literally has like nothing until this point. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a sad section. Sorry, Katie. It's okay. Mm. So we learned that it was, in fact, a Dementor and that they are the guards of Azkaban. Owls Caban. Owls Caban. Yeah. Do owls have Dementors? Probably. Owl mentors? Owl mentors. <laughs> so Lupin leaves to speak to the driver and Harry asks what happened. So Herm says the Dementor just stood there, looked around, or at least she thinks it did because he can't see its face. And Ron says he thought Harry might have been having a fit or something because he went rigid, <laughs> fell out of his seat, and started twitching. Um, and then Remus pulled out his wand, told the Dementor none of them were hiding Sirius Black under their cloaks, muttered something, and a silver thing shot out of his wand, and it turned around and glided away. Neville said it was horrible. Did you feel the cold? how cold it got when it came in? Ron says he felt weird, like I'd never be cheerful again. <laughs> Ginny was huddled in a corner crying, so Herm went to comfort her. And Harry awkwardly asks if any of them had fallen out of their seats. Poor Harry. I know. I feel really bad. Like, he has to be so embarrassed. How do you guys think that you would react to a Dementor? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, like, Ginny is crying. Ron just has that overwhelming feeling of dread. Neville just felt the coldness. That's a deep question. (sighs) I know. I'm sorry. A deep question. I'd probably be like Ron. Yeah. 
I feel like, like I'd feel like you'd I mean, never if be it's, happy. If, if, yeah. if it's like, if she's saying this is how like you might feel when you're depressed, for sure I'd probably be Ron. I'd be between Ron and Jenny. Like, because Jenny was like shaking like crazy. I'd be I on the verge of crying. I would probably be between Ron and Neville. I feel like Harry. I would I would probably be a combination of Ron and Jenny too, depending on the day or the moment that it happened, you know? Just depending on like what I'm thinking about or what has happened recently or like who knows. Yeah. Tiffany's in the bathroom, so that's why she's not answering this question. <laughs> Tiffany Um, so Harry just he just doesn't understand. He feels all weak and shivery as though he's recovering from a bad bout of flu. Oh, that feeling is just the worst. I hate that feeling. And he's also feeling the beginnings of shame. So he is embarrassed because why had he gone to pieces like that and no one else had? Harry, don't worry, we'll find out soon. I'll give you a hug. I'll give you a bigger hug. So no one had eaten their chocolate this yet by this time when Lupin came back and he's like, I promise I didn't poison it. So Harry took a bite and to his great surprise felt warmth spread suddenly to the tips of his fingers and toes. You stole my idea. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I'm getting to it. (laughs) Tiffany just came down a little piece of chocolate. So Lupin says we'll be at Hogwarts in 10 minutes and asks Harry if he was all right and Harry doesn't even bother asking how he knew his name. And I was gonna say before Tiffany stole my thunder... It would be really inappropriate <laughs> if I didn't give homage to my main man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, we get a whole bar from a whole Katie. Bar. Not There's just one little bite, Tiffany. No, I love it. It's so <laughs> cute. We had the same idea. <laughs> this says, and be you, the best of you, mom. Uh, Tiffany gave us said. dove chocolate. I gave them little, I came back, I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we told As them. As always. <laughs> And I brought back little pieces of Dove chocolate. Tiffany, how would you react to a Dementor? Oh, yeah, that was a question. question. How would I react? Like, okay, so Katie was talking how, like, Ron said he felt like he would never be cheerful again. Neville focused on, like, how cold he felt. Jenny was crying in the corner. And then Harry Harry passed out. out. What did Hermione do? I would probably... I would probably feel, like, Mm -hmm. sick to my stomach. Like... Like bread? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that anxiety similar, that you can feel similar in your stomach. to Ron, That's but like I don't know. This you, is a deep, like yeah. personal question. It is a personal yeah. question, but like I would, I don't know. Just I'm like, not asking what you would see. I'm just no, asking no, no, about, no, like, just how like you would feel. sick to my stomach. Like yeah. I guess similar to how like I felt like when I found out like grandparents had passed. Just a horrible feeling. Just like just you know when your stomach just kind of just. Gets naughty and yeah. I just know for my own personal knife, being sad sucks. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dumb. yeah. How you feel after that chocolate though? I mean, I feel good. Well done, Katie. I, I feel good. Good. no, well done, you. Well done. Props to both the Gryffindor and the Hufflepuff. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. high five across the table. I need to put my foot on you. Okay. You so, want chair or me? I want warm under your leg. Okay. How's that? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally make it um, to Hogsmeade. They get off the train onto the platform. They see Hagrid corralling the first years. <laughs> corralling into these voices. Do you even realize you do that? No. Um, there really isn't time to talk to him because he's rushing the first years off in one way, and they're kind of being rushed off in the other way. Other direction. Um, so they see there are about a hundred state. No. Oh. oh. 
Thank there you. Stagecoaches waited to take students up to the castle, being pulled by what Harry assumes is an invisible horse. And dude, you're wrong. But he's kind of close. They are horse-like. And they're invisible. They're not, they're well, invisible I guess they're invisible now. now. Yeah. That's um, sad. And off they go into their third year of Hogwarts. I wonder who can see them now. Sorry, I was opening my chocolate bar. <laughs> so here he sees the Dementor stationed at the gate of Hogwarts, um, which is a magnificent wrought iron gates flanked with stone columns tapped with winged boars. And then I was like trying to find out if winged boars meant anything. And there's not a crazy amount on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was also like looking at boars. One person was like, a boar is a pig. Yeah. Pig is a hog. Hogwarts. <gasps> pig farts. Pig farts. Um, oh, I like I that. I will say... It's pretty good. My own personal um, tidbit on um, boars, Mm -hmm. my family crest, the O'Malley family crest, mm -hmm. has um, just a red boar in the middle of the shield. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to see if that meant anything, but like a boar is a representation of being a warrior. Mm. And the clan of O'Malley, they rule by land and sea. Maybe they're supposed to like guardians of of Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, and then it was, so this person was saying, um, and this is, I'll uh, attach it to the doc. It's someone's live journal and says read reader Ravenclaw. And at one point they're like, well, it's kind of like, um, you take a winged boar is like pigs fly. And there's the saying like, like, Oh, this will happen when pigs can fly. So Mm -hmm. pigs, pigs flying is almost like the impossible or like a a representation of the impossibility stuff. Yeah. So I love that going to Hogwarts and learning magic. Like that's almost like something impossible, like to even think of. Yeah. Um, Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, that's great. Really cool. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, so, yeah. So, once it goes through the gates, the stagecoach picks up speed, um, and they finally come to a halt. What I think is great is it tells you um, how Hermione was, like, watching out the window, and I would be the same way um, when I'm, like, in a car and I'm not driving. Mm-hmm. I like to watch, like, stare out the window. I do this on planes as well. Um, so they come to the halt, they get out, and Malfoy, of course, is being a grade-A jerk, asking mm-hmm. if Harry actually fainted, because Neville, the good friend, is telling everyone that he did. Neville. Then, yeah, Ron tries to defend him, so then Malfoy was like, oh, did you faint too? So he's getting all prepared to be the lame person that we all know he is, but then Lupin comes and is like, dude, there's a problem? He's like, no, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> So Malfoy <laughs> Direct quote from the book yeah. No so like Malfoy leaves Because he doesn't like the way that he Like he gives essentially like Lupin like the stink guy because he doesn't Respect him Which my father is, Because he um, the drab looking Professor he does not give Respect and he knows he could get in trouble him. If he continues to goad The trio So they're about to enter the great hall But Hermione and Harry are called by Mick G um, so Harry's immediately like, oh, shoot, what did I do this time? Like, why, like, I haven't even really set foot in the school, and I'm already being called to the teacher's office. I didn't fly a car this year. What <laughs> yeah. do you want? <laughs> I thought the whole thing with Aunt Marge is blown over. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> um, so he doesn't have a good track record with feasts anyways, as we know. So McGee tells him, she's like, I just want to talk to you guys. Like, don't worry. And then she's like, Dude, Mr. Weasley, go to the hall. Like, you're not coming with us. You're not cool. Go away, Ron. Yeah. Ooh. You're not wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so Karma. They go to their office. She tells um, them that Lupin let her know what happened on the train. He had sent an owl from the train. And before Harry really can answer, um, Madame Pomfrey arrives to check 
and make sure Harry is okay. Does he have an owl? Where do you get an owl? I'm, I'm, I'm I was thinking maybe they have students. one just in case on the train. Oh yeah, it and could the students. Be an emergency one though too, like little reserved owls. They have mm-hmm. their own like compartment, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're like ready to play <laughs> <laughs> at your service, professor. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> I don't know where the, I don't know. Right from Al's command, ready to go. <laughs> Harry felt himself going red in the face. It was bad enough that he'd passed out or whatever he had done, but without everyone making all this fuss. I'm fine, he said. I don't need anything. Oh, it's you, is it? Said Madame Pomfrey, ignoring this and bending <laughs> over to stare closely at him. I suppose you've been doing something dangerous again. It was a dementor, Poppy, said Professor McGonagall. Poppy. They ch- exchanged a dark look. <clears throat> and Madame Pomfrey chucked, chuck, oh gosh, Madame Pomfrey clucked disapprovingly. Setting dementors around his school, she muttered, pushing Harry's hair back and feeling his forehead. He won't be the first one who collapses. Yes, he's all clammy, terrible things they are, and the, the effect they have on people who are already delicate. I'm not delicate, said Harry coarsely. Oh, Harry. <laughs> so you get from this little interaction that, I, neither one of them are a fan of the Dementors being at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and we all know that Dumbledore's also not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, he won't be the last. She, or Pomfrey's like, he won't be the last one to faint because of these things or uh, to be affected by them. And then McGee's like, well, what does he need to feel better? What do we need to do? Um, and Pomfrey's like, chocolate at the least. And then luckily for him, he's like, no, Lupin already gave me some, um, and the other students that were on the train. And Pomfrey is surprised in a good way and says, so we finally got a defense against the dark arts teacher who knows his remedies. Yeah, that's yeah, we right. Do. Yeah. So do you think that Lupin has like chocolate at the ready all the time? For yes. Himself? Oh, yeah. Well, so we were discussing yep. this pre you coming back downstairs. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, like I, I wonder because she said that he's like a chocolate chocolate addict. Do you think it's because he has a lot of demons himself? He just keeps it like, yeah. like medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe he knew that things. the Dementors were going to be there anyway, so he brought extra chocolate because he knew people were going to need it. Who knows? That's true, too. I mean, he... I feel Harry. like he always has a stash of it. I would yeah, agree. Especially for himself. I wonder if he he's just like, had some more this time because he knew... Because he gave a whole bar, didn't he, to, to Harry? I think. So, mm-hmm. like, but I wonder how he felt like, oh, there's one less bar I get to eat for myself. Oh. <laughs> he's like, but this is James's kid, so I'll give it and to him. And he's right by Honeydukes this year, you know? Yeah. And yeah. he has a job and he's going to get paid, so it's all good. It's true. Yeah. Um, so reassuring them, he feels fine. He waits in the hall for them to be done talking with Hermione. And once they're all done, the three of them make their way to the great about. hall. Hmm. What I must? Three, three of them. Because you're eating. That's the only reason why. To the hall for the feast. Um, they miss the sorting. So really, this is the, um, Harry, the only sorting Harry has ever been to was his own. So far, yeah. Um, so we're reminded that the sorting hat um, sorts students into the houses that suits them best. So you have Gryffindor and Slytherin, Hufflepuff, and then the best house of all, which is Ravenclaw. <laughs> so Harry finally <laughs> feels calm after everything that has happened on the train when he looks at Dumbledore and he's like, bro, we got this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also a direct quote. What was Malfoy's oh, quote? <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Chandler Bing quotes. Yeah, really. <laughs> Katie, why did you buy a king size chocolate bar? That's I'm all they had. I'm sorry. Okay. So because Remus would do that. Are you ready for his? Speech? I'm ready. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm ready. So he's like, um, "Welcome to another year at Hogwarts. I have a few things to say to you all, and one of them is very serious." <laughs> <laughs> I think it is best to get it out of the way before you become befuddled by our excellent feast. <clears throat> he says. 
As you will all be aware, after their search of the Hogwarts Express, our school is presently playing host to some of the Dementors of Azkaban, who are here on the Ministry of Magic business. 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 They are stationed at every entrance to the grounds, and while they are with us, I must make it plain that nobody is to leave school without permission. Dementors are not to be fooled fooled by tricks or disguises or even invisibility cloaks. He added blandly, and Harry and Ron glanced at each other. It is not in the nature of a Dementor to understand pleading or excuses. I therefore warn each and every one of you to give them no reason to harm you. I look to the prefects and our new head boy and girl to make sure that no student runs afoul of the Dementors. And then Percy he's like, puffs out his chest. Yeah. Oh, Percy, you tool. <laughs> so then he like goes on to talk um, after the Dementor talk. He announces that they have two new students. Two new students. They have more than two new <laughs> students. Only two. <laughs> they have two new teachers. So Remus Lupin is the new Woo! defense against... <laughs> Woo! Woo! The new dada teacher. <laughs> um, and he, finally, a good teacher for defense against the dark arts. And then Hagrid's going to be teaching um, care of magical creatures. Go Hagrid! Woo-woo! Yeah. Um, so he announces Lupin, <laughs> Harry and Ron look at Snape. And it says, and I read, um, in even Harry, who hated Snape, was snar- snartled. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I'm snartled. <laughs> even Harry, who hated Snape, was startled at the expression twisting this. This? <laughs> then, then. Twisting this thing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start that over. Thin, it's I thin. believe. So. Even Harry, who hated Snape, was startled at the expression twisting his thin, sallow face. It was beyond anger. It was loathing. Harry knew that expression only too well. It was the look Snape wore every time he set eyes on Harry. I'm just going to sit there right there, and then I'm going to go and have a sip of my water. She's sipping tea. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry to all of you don't and know And I, I literally wrote, weeks. interesting. I <clears throat> So, and then he goes on to talk about the care of magical creatures, how Professor Kettleburn wanted to retire to spend some time enjoying his remaining limbs. Don't they say Grubbly Plank in the movie? Mm-hmm. Why change the name? I don't know. Grubbly Plank is Grubbly like the Plank sub later, later on. Yeah, yeah but just dumb. I don't know. It's dumb changes like that yeah. that kind of annoy me the most. Yes, You I know agree. what annoys me the most? Blue and bronze, man. Blue and bronze. You're never going to get over it. No. You want to know what annoys me? <laughs> Green eyes. Mm. He was allergic to the contacts. Yeah, I don't care. CGI it or whatever. I'll give him I eye don't know tattoos. How work. Okay, listen. <laughs> I don't know how moons or movies work. <laughs> <laughs> if Harry couldn't have green eyes, that's fine. But make his mom's eyes match his. That awkward moment Didn't when you, you don't eyes? have your mother's yeah. eyes. I like the one where he's got like the jacked up look on his face. And then they found the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then so Hagrid has taken over the job of care of magical creatures, and really, who better than him? We all know that he's a lover of those creatures, sometimes in detriment to other things, but I just love me some Hagrid. This was a very creature-filled year with defense against the dark mm-hmm. arts and magical creatures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just they learned like a lot. I, I really wish that Hagrid would have had a little more guidance in his courses because I feel like he could have really been like really good and not well, so dangerous. I don't even think the first one was dangerous. If the mm. students were listening. No, that one's not dangerous. I mean, didn't. we get into blasting and scroots and all this other stuff. Like, I feel like I wish, I don't know. I wish Dumbledore would have taken him and been like, Hey, let's talk about creatures. What kind of creatures do you think that each grade should learn about? And let's not invent some shiz. 
But Dumbledore's also the same man that hired Gilderoy Lockhart. Wait, who's so the only man, the only for, the man for the job? Clearly, Remus Lupin was sitting around waiting for I a job. I don't think he said yes. I think he was in the I think he was probably Just asked. saying. Guarantee you, he I prob- bet you he was asked then, and he, he was like, no. He wasn't ready. Yeah. Everything in its time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Gryffindor table made a lot of noise for Hagrid. Well, and it is said, too, that there was just a couple people applauding for Lupin. Um, they probably didn't know him. I would have. Well, applaud. and everyone in the train compartment oh, yeah. um, made some noise. Mm-hmm. So Gryffindor uh, made a lot of noise for Hagrid because, you know, he's the bomb.com, and they all know it, and so do we on this podcast. <laughs> So the feast finally begins, and Harry and company ate everything in sight, eager to talk to Hagrid when the meal was over. There was no mentions of, of sausages, guys, so I'm really sad about no, you're that. you're right. Um, but they did talk about gold plates. <laughs> Platters, excuse me. And they had pumpkin tarts. I don't yes. Know. That sounds good. So they go to congratulate Hagrid after the feast is done, um, and he like starts to like blubber in like a cute Hagrid way, where he's like, <laughs> I can't even imagine... You know, he probably never thought he'd get to this point. I like that he uses the tablecloth to wipe his face. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so McGee was like, bros, y'all got to leave because he's crying. It's almost curfew. Y'all got to go to school tomorrow. So they go back to their common room. They make it up to the fat lady waiting for the password. And she was like, (laughs) Sarah, I can't stand you. She's like, <laughs> read it. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> read it like her. Um, yo, dudes, what's the word? <laughs> and Percy tells them the password is Fortuna, Fortuna Major, Major, which is Latin for greater fortune. And Neville's like, nah, dog, I'm going to forget that. <laughs> but wait, that's foreshadowing. Big mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Did you write that? <laughs> foreshadowing to later... It's a Zerker. Later, um, I swear. Later, bits in the book is bits. what I wrote in my later book. Bits. book bits. bits. I literally Fortuna Major foreshadowing to the later bits in the book. <laughs> um, so once in his bed, Harry finally feels that he's at home. It's a good way to end that chapter. Yeah. Mm. All right. I feel like we lightning bolted throughout this whole episode. Isn't we, I do want to touch on one thing that I should have brought up. Okay. The sadness of Remus Lupin seeing Harry Potter when he wakes up on the train. There are so many times I wrote in this book, like when Harry and Remus like are having moments together, like just what's going through his head. I just, God, my heart can't take it. It literally hurts me. Yeah. Like maybe he thought that when he woke up, like, am I still sleeping? Am I having a dream? You know what I mean? And then realizing, no, this is the kid I saw when last time I saw him, he was one years old. It's really too bad that he didn't didn't turn into before. uncle remus oh uh, uncle mooney yeah god my heart yeah just sad man he would have been sneaking harry all the chocolate question Ugh. answers out of all the chocolate lattes what would be yours for battling your after dementor business so you know how there's like caramel in some chocolate mm-hmm. i would have almond in mine because i Ugh. really enjoy almond in my chocolate it would be the Reese's Shapes. <laughs> Mally's ones? No. Well, oh, the, like the, the pumpkins <laughs> and the eggs and the trees? Because yes. they're more or, peanut butter than chocolate? Yeah. Or, um, you yes, there is. chocolate on my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. I'm, I'm Officer, Officer Reese's. Reese's. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. 
<laughs> Hashtag family guy. Yeah. Or the um, really delicious chocolate place here in Cleveland called Mally's has peanut butter royales that are delicious. And I do not share when I get them. Mm. No, she and does not. She does not like when they fall on the floor. <laughs> and her wife throws them out. <laughs> litter domestic <laughs> disputes it's okay she bought me two boxes to make up for it oh my gosh right. i would have a s'more mm. yeah mm-hmm. do so you remember katie whenever we were at the um ice cream or the donut place and you tried to like be creative and build a s'mores donut and then you realized so it was on cool. the menu I literally like so it's this donut place that you can like you it's pick. Duck it's Duck Donuts, donuts and yeah. anybody who follows us on social media, you saw that we went there and they quacked about it. You get the yeah. donut, you pick the icing, you pick the topping, whatever. Or uh, you can get their like not, they're not pre-made, but they're pre-designed flavor. Pre-designed, yeah. right? So I was like, ooh, I know I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a s'mores one, and I ordered it as myself. And then I looked down <laughs> at the menu, I was like, oh, because then I there. ordered the s'mores yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have a s'mores one. <laughs> and Katie's like, oh, I thought I was original. <laughs> I thought I was cool. God. Those donuts. I'm so jealous my moms and dad are going to get them this weekend. Your moms? I know. (laughs) Well, I mean, my mom and two of her sisters, and they're like, you know, my aunts. Yeah. Well, eh. Um, so I would have one. This is kind of specific to Starbucks, but I've also kind of made this myself. But a chocolate croissant. So it's a croissant with chocolate, and I don't, I I don't want it to be warm. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually prefer them to be like cool and the chocolate to be hard. Have you had the Panera one? It's probably not as good. Oh. I've also made them like when Tiffany and I watched the Voldemort Origins of the Air, Air right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Movie. Um, I made them. I tried to make them look like envelopes. Um, so I'd have to try it again. And if I want to make it, but oh my God, they were so good. I wanted to put strawberries in them, but the strawberries Ooh. were moldy. So Seven. I just put chocolate, which is still good. But that's what I would eat because I eat that one if I'm having a bad day. And then I think of Remus being like, eat, you'll feel better. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Remus. You right. Words of Wyndham. Wisdom. Wyndham. <laughs> Wyndham. <laughs> I'm full of Wyndham. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways. What kind of chocolate do you not like? Is there like one specific kind? Anything that, that like Palmer's that comes out of Easter with all those. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't like white chocolate. Oh, I love, I love some chocolate. good white chocolate. Mm. I don't like crunch bars. I think I the worst like thing oh, in the world. I, I literally like Rice Krispie thingies. I don't like Krispies. I literally don't like any chocolate that's made by Nestle. And I'm not. Yeah, joking. I don't like yeah. Nestle it's either. It's not. We also like as a kid, like that was to me was like the best chocolate. And now I'm like, I've had good chocolate. Our so palates like, are refined. Yeah. Does anybody, Thanks, speaking so. of chocolate, does anybody like Nutella? Mm-hmm. I've I never was, had Nutella. Oh, what? Well, I know. Here's the thing. You can, it, could, it could be one of those things that you love it or you hate it. Oh, I know. She I would love it. hazelnut, though. So oh, she oh, really, really oh. like it. <laughs> Get the but girl a jar. <laughs> so when, when I was in Paris and we were walking along the streets, my cousin and I, we stopped to get a crepe. And I had a crepe with... Um, Nutella in it, which was delicious. But the one that we went to, it was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Now, had there strawberries been in it, mm-hmm. I would have smashed that. The only fruit they had available to go in it, like at this particular one, because they were crepe. It wasn't a standard. Like you walked up to a window that was like part of a building. They had these places all over the um, place, um, all over the city. Um, but they had bananas, and I can't. I don't like bananas. <gasps> okay, bananas. but they would probably like be really good. Katie. You know what I mean? If yes. you liked them. Go to the West Side Market. Mm-hmm. Go to the Crepe Lady. I love the Crepe They place. have a Nutella one with strawberries in it. Oh, my God. Just, and if you think mm. it's going to be too much Nutella, just tell them light on the Nutella. 
And it's I guarantee you it's, it's going to be delicious. Because even there's times where microphone. like you just <laughs> if like you have strawberries and like chocolate, you could eat them together and not have them melted mm-hmm. together. But that I, I love mean, me so everybody knows the chocolate. West Side Market crepe ladies. I I've never been there. What? Well, and the it's coffee place right there. next to it is so good. Yeah, that's what we do. Like if uh, we go, yep. there, I get crepes. a crepe and I get a coffee. Yep. And then so I do we. It's right in that one corner. Yeah. That's and all then you need. when we went to when we were in, I almost said in Paris when Vegas. we were at the Paris Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. I think I got a savory crepe. That was the day that I wasn't feeling I so well. You got a berry one. It was. It was delicious. And I took one bite of it and I was deeply regretting. I think I got like a ham and cheese one. Yeah. Oh, I love savory crepes. I just, I mean, I do just, too, but like, it was just eat, better. but like now I'm like, yeah. I'd rather have a sweet one. Yeah. You gotta, if you're going with someone, you both have to get sweet or you both have to get savory because you're going to eat one also, and not the other. Mm-hmm. What's the crepe? Uh, it's not a crepe place, but, um, the Petit Triangle downtown, <gasps> not downtown, but like, I right love that place. It's, it's Ohio City more so than Tremont. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have good crepes. Who we went there for your birthday? I think it was the last time I went there. I got a chocolate and strawberry crepe, Ugh. which was good. Yeah. Clearly, you can tell I like those two things together. That was whenever we discussed joining a book club. Yeah, that was yeah. pre-podcast. That hey. was just book That was probably book around talk. now. Maybe No, it was her birthday. Yeah, it was her before. birthday. <laughs> that was when we were just going to do the book club. And look at what that's turned into yeah, now. It's a load of this, crap. I was going <laughs> to say all this crap. <laughs> That we love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else What else can we ask? Mm-hmm. Okay, is Remus Lupin a sexy beast or a sexy beast? Um, oh, a sexy beast. Sexy beast. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about how sexy Tis he is. Tis true. Tis true. Are we aware <laughs> Lots how of sex appeal is? in this book. I am. <laughs> um, what else can I if you could pick someone else to play him, I said that in a very weird way. Else. Else. Oh, you know who I would pick? And I know that you'd agree with me. <laughs> I can't even think of his name. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jamie Dornan. Yes. <gasps> oh, my like, God. My beard. heart just died. Oh, God. I don't know who oh, I, I would choose. I never really pictured him quite Ooh. like that, but you I'd be okay with is? it. No, I don't know who I would choose. Jamie Dornan. Excuse me. But he me. needs to have, like, some scruff on his face. I like, feel I like that Remus is not a clean. Well, and he guy, needs to you know? dye his hair blonde. It's brown. Sandy, br- sandy-ish. I only really like crush on Light one celebrity, brown. and he would not be good for this role. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Nah, I, c- I mean, he's super cute, but I can't see him playing Remus. Who could we see play Remus? <laughs> Give me like, some who's suggestions. A soft, because honestly, celebrity. Honestly, Jude Law would have done well. Mm-hmm. He would have been a good. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Except he's playing Yumbledore, so. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. Guys, you tell us. Yeah, please. Yeah. I need to know. Because I can't think. I don't know celebrities also. So. Same. <laughs> you're going to do a, re, a rematch. What is wrong with me? Um, we're, we're making our own new movie. <laughs> we have, we have what's-his-face? Who's playing Snape? Adam Driver. Adam oh. Driver's playing Snape. Who would play Sirius? Mm. Who would play Sirius? Mm. <laughs> Gary Oldman as his younger self. <laughs> Honestly, Gary Oldman is just really, really good. He's he was just, so good. He just looks a little bit too old You know old who probably would have yeah. done a good one would have been Johnny Depp. I was going to yeah, say that. I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, he could totally pull off that bad boy. He could. Yeah. He could. I'm trying to think of other people, other young yeah. younger guys. I'm trying to think of It's funny actors. that we've chosen two people who are now in fantasy <laughs> and Potter, yeah. Like, clearly they fit the role somehow. Like, I feel like I have to Google male celebrities because I don't know any... Do you think Tom Hardy would? Ooh, Tom Hardy would probably be a good. Like, he, who uh, plays Bane? Bad guy, Tom Hardy. Okay, 
<laughs> he'd be like a good Death Eater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a good be, oh, Fenrir. Fenrir. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, God. We're getting voice. so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you cast as Wormtail? A real rat. rat. Ooh, you know who kind like <laughs> Jonah Hill might be a good like you gross him out. Oh yeah, you're right, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill. Mm-hmm. He's such a wormy guy. Ugh. Not wor- not him, but <laughs> Wormtail and the guy that plays him. He just fits the character so well. Jeez. Who'd play James Potter? Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> He's Who else good. could play a good James Potter? Trying to think who you you would know better than any of us. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a a white guy with dark hair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is what he was. I think I've seen you and McGregor for Remus before. Colin Farrell could be, could, could again be. also in Fantastic Beasts. You know, know. <laughs> you know who could be playing a good um, Lily Evans slash Potter um, would be. Shoot, what From is her Jurassic name? Park. Slash Lupin. No, not her. Um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the girl that was on Doctor Who, and um, she's in. I only know like one. I um, know her name's Amy. Actresses. Right? Amy. Yes. Well, Amy no, in the show. Yes, Amy, yes, yes. Amy Pond, I think is. Oh. Oh, I think Amy Adams would have been good. I could see that. If. But I've never seen her in a serious role, but I love her. She's in. She's in um, the. Um, I always get is, Isla Fisher and. Um, oh, I think they get that mixed up as Amy well. Adams. Amy Adams um, confused. They like seriously look like twins. Oh, I don't think so. What? Yeah. <gasps> well, because they have red hair. No, <laughs> no but they look. And hand me down robe. <laughs> they are Weasleys. Um, no, I think their faces look very similar. I, I would never cast too. Molly as anybody else. Nope. No. She's Nor perfect. Arthur. She's so good. I love her. Um, I'm trying to think of Guardians of the Galaxy, Sister of Gamora. What's oh, her name? Oh, uh, I can't think of her name. But I, I mean, obviously. Karen Gillan. Oh, that's her name. She's because that's. Do you know what she looks like? Yeah. I was about to look her up. Oh, like I she can would, see she that. Would be really good, Lily Evans. Yeah. Slash Piata. Piata. Meg is very. Um, Did you look specific at her? Specific with her case. Lily. Willie. She's Lily. Oh. Lily. <laughs> She's I. What's the matter, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, we could probably, I mean, it's been a long episode. (laughs) All right. Fan story. Fan story. This week comes from Ava Serwinski. Sounds good. Okay. Sorry if we pronounce it wrong. And when I say we, I mean Katie. Yep. Me. Like you guys, I didn't want to read it at first. My friends would always try to get me to read it, but I was stubborn and I wouldn't. Then my dad started to listen to it on the way to Wyoming because we were driving to see my cousins. But I didn't listen, and I kept watching my movie. That's true stubbornness. Then a few months later, I started having nightmares and went through some dark times. So I started to listen to it, and after one month, I had finished all of them. They saved me from probably a a dark month. Then I found you guys, and you make me laugh and brightened my day. And I love you guys. Aw, we love you too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And like we always say, Harry Potter is a wonderful place to feel like you're at home yeah and it does i mean we see it in so many stories it helps so many people out of really dark places it's helped us out of dark places so thank you for being brave enough to share that with us it's true yeah it is true all right so thank you for submitting that 
I love I love all the Potter stories. So keep them coming. If yes. I know we we get new listeners all the time, and I know this is episode forty seven, but um, keep submitting. Yeah, keep submitting Facebook right. message or email us. Yep, yep. We'll Switch find them. Click cast at gmail dot com. Yep. Boop. All right. You want to hear what I'm doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm growing a baby. <laughs> Wait, you are? Currently. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to be an aunt. <gasps> By this time this For comes true. out, I might actually you might have be one. a niece or a nephew. And I might be a mama. Well, you're already kind of like a mom. That's true. Because you got like a dog. A dog. A dog. Butter dogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I am also on a podcast all about video games called Box Trick with my friend Matt Brady. And we are currently playing Pokemon, doing a Pokemon playthrough. So you can find me at Box Trick. Uh, and Katie and I have another podcast called Grown Up Kids, where we are doing a chronological watch of all of the Walt Disney films. Um, you can find us at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. We're on all of the social medias, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Episodes come out every Sunday, just like Swish. Mm-hmm. And we also have an Etsy shop where we sell some of our own designs that we've made from Harry Potter-inspired things. They're all posters, and they're sweet for parties. They're good for just some um, home decor swag. True. Check it out. Uh, Akio Designs is what it's called. That might help if I tell you that. And we're on Etsy. <laughs> I said Etsy. Oh, okay. I just didn't say what we were. <laughs> I actually linked Akio Designs off of our website. So if you guys Ooh. don't know how to find it on Etsy, just go to swishflickcast.com and you can find the link to it. And keep your eyes peeled on our, our website. Our website. Keep going back every now and again. You never know when you're going to see some new designs pop up. Yes. Yeah. And make sure you sign we up with the email. You'll get, yeah. you'll get we uh, might occasional have, emails from us. Yes. We might have a surprise uh, product whenever Baby Swisher arrives. Hey, So, are we going to have any fun surprises for the one year anniversary? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. I'm going to be quitting that day. Oh. Bye. Rude. We're having, again, <laughs> we are having a plethora of designs come out on our anniversary. So, maybe. Stay tuned. We'll see. All right. Also, lastly, I'm going to say this just because this isn't coming out until June 24th. Um, by that time, you can head back on over to Main Street Nine and Three Quarters because Kate and I will be starting our vlogs up again. So it's happening, and because I said it now, it's going to have to happen. So, <laughs> all right, YouTube. So I'm going to take a moment to not plug anything and be a little serious. No pun intended, because um, I know a lot of things have been happening in the media lately, and I know that talking about Dementors um, and with J.K. Rowling and everything talking about depression. I just want to say if you or someone that you know and love or just like is having a hard time, um, reach out to someone. It could be us. It could be someone else. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the international us. numbers, but um, I know at least for the United States, if you call 1-800-273-8255, they're available 24 hours to like talk. Um, or you can. there's people that can talk to you online. There's people you can text. Because we love you, and um, you know you're not you're alone. Important. You're needed. Yeah, you're needed. And I know that all of us have had issues where we've struggled, and Harry Potter brings joy and all that stuff to us. So when you need you're a not Patronus, alone. yeah, and we got you. One more thing in regards to that: if you notice someone that you love is maybe not 
not uh, maybe what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not in touch so much. Reach out. You yeah. know, it might not be anything that is better safe than sorry. serious, but it's always good to check in on people because sometimes I know that some people might not reach out for help. Yeah. So you and some reach people out to aren't going to ask and mm-hmm. they feel alone and mm-hmm. they're they're not going to seek out that attention. So. Yeah, Keep your eyes and on your friends and love one another. And if it's you, please, when we say if you reach out to us and you just tell, like we're we can Honestly. talk to you. Yes, um, and I know a lot of our other listeners I've seen have said similar things on our group, being yes. like, you know, if you need to talk, they're here. Mm-hmm. Go to so. our Facebook page, like our like our group. Um, those girls and guys there are yeah. so uh, they're amazing. Seriously, mm-hmm. like anybody. Yeah. Anybody who needs anything can reach out there. Mm-hmm. Message us on our yeah. on our podcast page, and all four of us get those messages. A message me. I can say for me mm-hmm. at least, if you want to message my Facebook page, I check my like requests all the time. So mm-hmm. even if I'm not friends with you, like I check the requests. Just reach out. Yeah. It's yeah. same for me that if you want to, you know, reach send out. Send us that, an email yeah. too if you yeah. want. You're not alone. Mm-mm. It gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're here for you. Dementors can be defeated. We Sometimes it just takes a village. Hold on, yep. as good Charlotte used to say. And seriously, that song's amazing. Yep. It's and I recommend listening yeah. to it if yeah. you um, feel those demons. Mm-hmm. Swish and Flick will be your chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. Corn dogs is the worst of them all. Kindle just kicked me off. I was in the middle of this. Really you just scared. What happened? Sorry. Mikey's mice. Micers. Mouses. Mises. And I am Van Gogh. And I'm Michelangelo. I hate all of you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.